and welcome to Street Riders. It is our 10 minutes of writing motivation, inspiration, and activation. Actually, it's all yours. We're giving it to you. <laughs> That's it, baby. Take a swing at this. It's the time where we talk about tips, tricks, and sleight of hand to power up your pencil and percolate your brain. Is this mine, Mark? Do this I get to you. do that? I get to go. I'm going to percolate. percolate. How are we, we, uh, how are we tipping today? We are in technology. You're listening to us via technology. I'm giving a technology tip in terms of writing. I think shutting off Wi-Fi is a big thing. And also using tools that kind of cordon you off. We throw ourselves into, I think as writers, sometimes a, a little bit of a zone where mm -hmm. it's easy to get distracted by all the things around us. So right. I use a little... A web blocker. It's called Waste No Time. Right. It's an extension. You can put it on the web browser like Safari or Chrome or whatever you use. And then you can blacklist a bunch of sites. Mm. Blacklist Facebook, blacklist Twitter, blacklist pornography, blacklist whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever is your crack pipe that you right. sort of want to hit up. It ties you off which sounds ridiculous, you're an adult or you right. want to pretend you're a professional, that you need to be shackled from this stuff. Right. But why do you need the distraction? It cuts you off, you can set timers around it. It just makes sure that you're in the zone and that you're staying there fighting, that you're staying there writing with right. what you need to do. I mean, if you've got discipline... I guess the, the overall point is kind of where we were with the Pomodoro method. Which yes, is when I use those in tandem. Right, exactly. So when you're writing, you should be writing, mm -hmm. nothing else. But since we're all human, mm -hmm. uh, you know, less temptation, less chance to stray. Exactly. Again, you've got the discipline. God be with you. I honor that, but sometimes. And that's the that's the uh, royal you, because it's not me. Right. So. <laughs> A lot of times, especially with the ease of of research, right. know, and we all want to be inspired. I want right. to go on Pinterest. You know, I want to get a little bit of inspiration from something there. I might want right. to look up a fact around something. So even a legitimate road right. outwards can sometimes end up being a time suck and you oh, haven't yeah. really accomplished the well, writing. Uh, again, to that point, I wasn't writing, but I, I had finished my writing for today. And then I said I should send out some social media posts because mm -hmm. we're all trying to be socially involved. I said I should get some off the times for, you know, like a business how-to. Mm -hmm. I love their tips on writing or productivity and stuff. But the problem is you got to go through the times to get to it. Yeah. So if, and then I was like, you know, four articles into the times, and I forgot what the hell I was looking for in the first sure. place. So no post to <laughs> no social posts, media, nothing. No. <laughs> and, and, you know, and now I'm more paranoid about the world than ever. Right, so, right. you know, to that point, I could have used uh, this little thing to block all that crap yeah. off, you know, and go from there. But the there. Times was able to feed you into their algorithm. And, no, Mark, Mark Belushi was here <laughs> on our paranoid. site for 15 minutes wandering around doing nothing. <laughs> so what is the name of the program you Well, the one I used is a, it's an extension. It's called okay. Waste No Time. Right. So it's one of these extensions you install into the browser and... And then just kind of works in the background. Okay. There's a bunch of them like that, but I that just you. happened to be the one I came across. Right. It's actually it's free. The developer asked for like a ten dollar donation, which is well worth it in in my mind. Right. And we'll throw that uh, link into the into the show notes. Cool. And then uh, what happens after you can't get on the website? Do you then pull up the remote control and look for the TV? Or? Yes, exactly. <laughs> then you you get up from your seat and then you use that five minutes right. in the Pomodoro to go waste time That's somewhere right. else. It's time for They Beat Us to the Punch. And this is admiring the craft or just being pretty damn jealous of it. Do I get to be jealous? Jealous away. All right, say. my jealousy goes back in time. And I was reminded of this 
movie back from probably the, the 70s, and it was called The Night Stalker. Oh, damn. And for folks who haven't seen this, you're going to want to search this out. Darren McGavin was a curmudgeon of a reporter in Las Vegas, and he was the most streetwise, yeah. street writery, you know, type of journalist you can imagine. A completely practical individual. Yeah. Really kind of in the, the Jimmy Breslin, like Pete Hamill sort of mold <laughs> of a of a hard-hitting journalist with a, nothing except reality in front of you. And he gets confronted by a vampire in Las Vegas. Right. And nobody believes him, of course. And he doesn't believe it himself. Mm -hmm. But as he goes into this kind of uh, adventure... To discover it, it's got a great combination of a crackling back and forth language. It's like a police procedural. It was a true predecessor to the X-Files. In fact, Chris Carter, who's the creator of the X-Files, like, called it out as one of his inspirations. Nice. So it's funny. It's scary. At one point, it was the highest rated TV movie of all time. The monologues in it, they were gold. Yeah. They were rich in this detail. Of course, Darren McGavin, who, if you don't know, was an amazing character actor. Ooh, yeah. And the richness of the way this guy could deliver and the richness of his voice was probably part of the magic. Yep. But the words themselves, like this is actually the, the opening dialogue, because he was constantly speaking to the audience right. through his recorder as he was like taking notes. This sort of starts off, what happened in that city between May 16th and May 28th of that year was so incredible that to this day the facts have been suppressed in a massive effort to save certain political careers from disaster and law enforcement officials from embarrassment. This will be the last time I will ever discuss these events with anyone. So when you have finished this bizarre account, judge for yourself its believability and then try to tell yourself wherever you may be, it couldn't happen here. To me, it's just like I'm getting chills just like know. You know, doing it. My, my read there is no yeah. justice to McGavin's. It's that kind of combination yep. of unexpected moments, rich dialogue, but certainly Supernatural something Supernatural noir. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly it. it. Oh, man, you go back to the 50s with that great noir writing. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't the yep. supernatural aspect, but like James M. Kane and The Postman Always Rings Right yep. Twice. The dialogue just crackles. That's I mean, it. And I think, um, you know, even with, with um, Carl Kolchak, the character. That was the character, That was right. the character for Darren McGavin. You know, it's the wrinkled uh, shirt, uh, wrinkled jacket, the the broken down cigar, the beat up hat. Mm -hmm. But you 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 really did need great dialogue because you weren't relying on special effects. <laughs> no, you know? no. just, and that's true. And, yeah. and 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 at that point in time, you weren't casting Darren McGavin, anybody else in it. it wasn't particularly no. uh, attractive. Right. It was Las Vegas. There were a lot right. of uh, hookers and showgirls as part of the background, right. so you had that attractiveness sure. to it. But it was a point in time where you had less attractive physical characters right and they and they depended on their personality and i think from a writing point of view you know as you said this came from a, a tradition of that of that noir yeah but by being able to take one genre right and then mesh it with another oh yeah it was it was some of the original mashups yes and that creates yeah different storytelling yeah. and different yeah. writing yeah. energy yeah Hit us with your best shot. Send us what you got. Get in the ring with us. We're still looking for folks to kind of come join us. But in the meantime, we've got plenty of things we're working on to talk about. 
So, Mark, you yeah. got some good stuff. Well, working wanna... on slash struggling with slash wondering about slash why am I in this, which is, of course, <laughs> the mind doing its regular Expanding the definition. Exactly. So this is the continuation of um, a prior episode where I mentioned uh, working on something that it would include gravitational waves mm -hmm. and super string or super M theory and stuff like that. And as you can imagine, as compared to my usually tight, taut two or three characters for five or ten minutes where I can just kind of fly, this got complicated and it got big. Right. And so it's where I inspiration had to, yeah, takes you sometimes. And, and I remember reading this from, from Stephen King in, in his great book about writing. It's like, you're going to write what's supposed to be written. Mm -hmm. And my favorite thing to write is a short ten-minute film. But sometimes they just they go in a different direction. And you so got to follow it. You got to follow it. So in this case, I started with my two characters, one of whom is a, uh, a scientist, and she's trying to follow where this is going. You know, right. if we're able to see with gravitational waves, and this is a, basically a true theory, we should be able to see the singularity that created the universe. Mm. And then the more theoretical but still fascinating superstring theory, which gets into all different kinds of dimensions besides where we are. You know, other than the Twilight Zone, nobody goes and talks about that. So, yeah. <laughs> I think the more you talk about it, the more you actually affect the gravitational waves, <laughs> exactly. and therefore it creates a parallel universe exactly. that people are paying attention That's to. That's right. But they're not in this one, so uh, unless lightning strikes and we move. So what, what happened with me, and um, this is, honestly, this is a case of stubbornness, because I wanted to walk away from this like 12 times. Because you start writing this path, and then you're trying to be, in my case, trying to get a little bit of glib and humor in it, and bring the characters to life, and then I realize, you know, this is too straight a line now. Um, so now I've introduced all kinds of supporting characters, mm -hmm. and um, so it's and, got a bigger cast. Oh, it's a bigger cast yeah. now. Now it's you know the the, the scientist, but there's also the uh, chair, the department chair, who's jealous of the scientist, almost like Salieri was of Mozart. Okay, there was a. Um, you know, kind of a quasi-political thing where there were people trying to suppress it for their own, you know, religious reasons or whatever. But what's fascinating is um, this process because it's, it's a different road for me. Really what's been fun and interesting as we go about, this is no longer going to be fit in a 10-minute thing. All right, so contact us at streetwriters.podcast at gmail.com with your questions, comments, material you're working on, your own tips on writing, and tell your friends to listen and their friends too. So take it to the streets and fight to write. <laughs>